Hello, and welcome to the Joyful Rebels podcast. We've got Claire and Donna Thomas here, your mother-daughter duo. And this week, we have a fun and exciting topic. Stop worrying about what others think. Ah, Okay, maybe that sounded a little harsh, but you might have heard of FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Today, we're going to talk about FOPO, (laughs) okay? Fear of people's opinions. Uh, We all, at some level, maybe some more than others, care about what other people think about us. We're social creatures. It's hardwired into us. But at some point, if we're expending a lot of our energy, if we're making an effort to avoid rejection or we really want to be accepted by certain people, it can be exhausting mm-hmm. to try to interpret and analyze what others are thinking about us all the time. That's not energy and time well spent. So this week, we're going to talk about maybe some signs or signals that you're experiencing this too much FOPO, and then two tips that you can take home and try on if you need to stop worrying about what others think. So mom, I like to start with asking you, so this topic, worrying about what other people think about you, how is it showing up for you? Is this something that's like front and center for you day to day or something that you saw more in the past? It's changed over time. I just like to hear how it's showing up for you. Hmm. Well, I, you know, I hate to be a broken record, but I, it used to show up more. You know, I hope that as you're listening, that as you, as every year goes by, that you do accumulate some wisdom or awareness or mm. just a way to be in the world that feels true to you. I have found that to be the case. And I understand what it's like when you're like, when this can be, when can, it can affect you, because it certainly has me. But now I don't, think I have a huge strategy not to do it. How it's showing up in me right now is I'm just interested in other things that I'm just not putting my attention externally. Mm. So, you know, that has been the the result of working through it through different times. And we'll get to some tips in a minute. And some of these really resonated for me, but know that whether it's personal or professional or social or, you know, family oriented, like wherever this is showing up, that it's dynamic. And know that it'll change. And some of them um, will affect you in certain seasons of your life. And then some of it, they just fade away. So know that. So if sometimes if I'm looking for a big, ta-da, this is like not an issue now, I don't really realize it because it just isn't on my radar. And that's a win too. That's a win for the wins journal, Claire. When oh yeah, I have that awareness that I'm like, I'm not (laughs) thinking about that anymore. So I love that. There's this is something that has sunsetted for me a bit in this season, at least. But there are some very definite signs that I will keep on my radar that if I start to have these thoughts and feelings, then it's time for me to pay attention to them. And that doesn't mean that it's a backslide or that there's um, that I didn't learn the lesson the first time. It just means I'm in a different season and the, my, the players around me are different. The situation is different. So I don't take that as a loss. I take that as a learning experience. So I feel pretty good about it now, but there's definitely times. And let me read to you or give you eight different signs that this might be an issue and see if any of these resonate. Okay. So if you're walking your dog or doing whatever, um, just keep know that you've got a few. And if something doesn't resonate, wait for the next one. Wait for the next one because that might be the one that jumps in. You're like, oh, there it is. So you don't have to have all eight, but if you've got a couple of these, see if they resonate. So there's these signs that can be if you are caring too much about what others think, okay? The first one is you change yourself in response to criticism, regardless of who gave you the feedback. 
So whoever gave it in your life, do you like them? Do you trust them? Um, you know, is it some feedback that you want or criticism that you want to consider? And if everybody's weighted equally, for me, that's a warning sign. Okay. Because not everybody gets to influence my life because I don't care about their opinion. <laughs> and that's okay not to care about everybody's opinion because an opinion is a personal thing. It's our responsibility and our choice, whether we accept it and integrate it or not. So first one is I change in some fashion based on as a response to criticism. Okay. The second one is I let other people, or you can let other people make decisions for you. So when there's a, I don't know, what do you think? If I find I'm saying that more often, I like it gets on my radar, like, oh, I'm saying this a bunch now. Then it gives me pause to just reflect for a minute. Do I really want to give that person like them having make the decision for me? And it could just be like, even when you're out with friends for something to eat, I don't know. What are you getting? I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> just <laughs> know yourself, <laughs> have an opinion and just say whatever it is and uh, keep it in real time on that one. Okay. Letting other people's like, it's almost like when that happens, it's like they know me better and mm -hmm. that is a falsehood. No one knows you better than you. Okay. So I'm not going to let other people make decisions for me uh, with any regularity. The third one is if if you or I don't set or maintain boundaries. And as I'm writing in my notes here, I wrote, oof. <laughs> and that has happened before where I might have set a boundary, but then when I've gotten information from somebody else, I've changed it. But you set a boundary for a reason. And I do too. So I just want us to consider that if we are in a situation where a boundary is challenged, how do we respond to it? Okay. So that's another one. How about if anybody is listening, if you have any perfectionistic tendencies? Hey, maybe if I do it perfectly, I'll never get any feedback or any criticism. False. There will be somebody's opinion somewhere, somehow. Just had this conversation with somebody. You could be the ripest peach in the bushel, but if somebody doesn't like peaches, it doesn't matter. And that's okay. That's okay. So that shouldn't shake us to our core. How about for number five, you hold your tongue if your opinion differs from everybody else. You ever been in those situations where they're thinking one thing and you're like, nah, I don't think that at all, at all. So again, you decide whether you're going to speak up, but that you don't do it out of fear. Sometimes it's like, I don't feel like fighting that fight. Mm. You can have the choice to make that. That's perfectly fine. But if it really is a matter of like, gosh, I just, I'm different here. Therefore, I'm probably wrong. That connecting of the dots there is something that I would have to go, is that true? So holding my tongue, if my opinion differs from somebody else, or if you wait too long to respond, like just give yourself a moment on that. Okay. What happens if, another warning sign, your peace of mind relies on the approval from others? Like you don't feel like you're just feeling all, everything's right with the world. If somebody in your world is not, settled. Because I think that's a, it's going to be where people in your world are not settled. They don't agree with you. So that's a given. And if you are waiting for the approval of everybody else in order to let yourself feel that in terms of peace inside, then we've handled that, handed that completely away to other people. Okay. How about it? If you're constantly apologizing, even when you did nothing wrong, so if your sentences start with, oh, I'm sorry, like if that falls out as the default, that could be a signal 
that it's time to take a look at. Stop worrying about what other people think. And then the other, the last one is, do you rarely say no? And I've loved it that we've talked about flexing our no muscle. And I don't know where it comes from. I'm sure it comes from messages that we've received, experiences that we've had. But remember, we live in a a dynamic situation. Everything keeps changing. We have the right to say no, and no means no. And what I have found is when I say no, somebody else will say a yes to it. I've given somebody else an opportunity. Mm. So if any of those resonated or if something just sounded familiar, that's the thing that, uh, that you marinate on for later. Hey, am I letting people's opinions change me? And if any of those eight held any um, significance to you, then it's time to just take a sit, step back and just go, okay, here's the state of the union. Got a couple of things I'm looking at. Any of those resonate for you, Claire? <laughs> I stopped writing it down. You know, what's really interesting to me, and I wonder if you listening feel the same. When I heard the topic, I'm thinking, I feel like I don't worry too much about what other people think. I mean, I am someone who, if we're at any type of fest and there's music within earshot, I'll start dancing to it, right? Mortifies my kids, but I'm like, I don't care. I used to care. Now I don't care. Or if I'm in my car, I'll be jamming out, you know, even at a red light, singing, dancing again to the mortification of my kids. But so I like to use those as examples that, oh, I don't care what other people think. But then as you're reading the list, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, um, I, I think specifically for me, um, if I'm in a newer situation, you know, just wanting to be quiet and not giving my opinion, even if I believe strongly in my opinion, just because I'm so concerned what these new people will think about me. So uh, and and apologizing. And that's something I'm still working on, apologizing when I didn't do anything wrong. So, uh Yes, I love how you said when you were reading them, like, are some of the, are any of these sticking out to you or just sounding familiar? Because again, if you would have asked me, oh, is this an issue that, you know, feels really top of mind, I would have said no. And then now I'm like, oh, okay. Well, awareness, right? It just, that's what it boils down to. So if you are similar to me and you were like, "Hmm, a lot of these are familiar, we've got two tips for you if you want to stop worrying about what others people think. And the first one is, is to focus on what you can control. Because let's be honest, we cannot control what other people think. <laughs> Mom, like you said, even if you are like the best piece of fruit, you know, in a produce section, if someone doesn't like that fruit, then they're not going to like you. So you cannot, you can curate, uh, you know, what you're going to say and be so careful and plan everything out until it hurts. But if someone doesn't like what you're, you know, offering, what are you going to do about it? You can worry about what they think and exhaust yourself in trying to fit into their box, or you can realize, right? You can think about that thought. Hey, this reminds me of when we talked about last week and say, hey, I can't control what they're thinking. Um, I can control how I react, how I respond to things, right? You put that focus back on you. We're going to take the, the spotlight off of other people and put it back on you. And speaking of spotlight, I can't not say this, but there's also this idea of the spotlight effect. And we've talked about this in past episodes, but it's this idea that we walk around and we think there is a spotlight shining on us, that everyone is scrutinizing and analyzing what we do and judging every little thing that we do. Mm. When the truth is we are only the main character in our own story. 
So Mm. when you have an interaction with someone and maybe you said, you know, didn't say the right words or, you know, there was some emotions involved and you walk away, that person is also going to walk away, but they're going to walk away with their story. They're going to be thinking about what they did and said in most interactions. And you're going to be walking away. Oh my gosh, they're thinking about everything that I did. And it's so funny maybe when you think about it, that we're all sitting here so worried about what everyone else is thinking about us. We're all worrying about ourselves. And this comes up, I want to say daily, especially with my 10-year-old. No, no one is noticing, you know, this little mark on your headband. Everyone is worried about their their selves. And it's comforting. I think it is, Mm -hmm. you know, at its most basic level, it's comforting to know that you're not the main story, main character in everyone else's story. And so I think as a tip, if you can remind yourself of that, if you're getting caught up in a loop, maybe you're recognizing some of these things, mom, that you were listing out. Oh, I'm not saying what I think. Oh, I'm not letting myself feel content because I know someone else is discontent. Um, If you can recognize (laughs) that everyone else is in their own heads about it, it's, it's freeing. And then you Mm -hmm. can work on just controlling what's in what's you know what you're able to control mm-hmm. take, take take the rest of it out of it so that is just that is step one tip one focus on what's in your control and realize you're only the main character in your own story yeah that is <laughs> i do wish i would have known that earlier that would i mean that you're you know telling that to ella is uh so so smart and so awesome and that's why when we have conversations like this, it can be used in different places for all of us that need to hear it at the different stages of our life. But I didn't have it back when I was a 10-year-old at all as an introverted 10-year-old. Oh, my God. I'm surprised I ever walked out of the house. Uh, but, you know, and then as an adult, the language I'd put around that is, you know, we look at things through our autobiographical lens. We just run it through there. Like, how does it affect me? Like, we're like, that's how I'm the main character. I got to make sure all of this is happening for me. And that that is very freeing. I am not responsible for all of that. And I've, I allow the um, I, I, I don't mind not having the control there because I then I can screw up. I can be amazing. I can be all of that. And it's tempered. You know, it's not, it's not keeping me too high or too low. Like I can just walk, kind of walk around in that. So, uh, I like that language. I like that tip. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, focusing on what's in your control. You're not the main, you're the main character of your story only. Then the second tip goes a little bit deeper when it says, get clear on your principles. And what I want to share about that, cause I think this can be really big is that that can change your principles. Your, your core values are really going to be, um, pretty consistent. And we've talked about that before on podcasts, but there's um, um, nuances to it that can change in your season. Mm. And I love that when um, I like to know that I, I like to know that I can influence what I'm doing for good when I'm paying attention, you know, challenges, if I'm not paying attention, like it keeps me present knowing that this thing is, is I'm not going on autopilot. <laughs> So uh, getting clear on your principles, you know, let's think of it, you're, you know, you're living life on your own terms to the best that you can, which I'm going to say from a shadow side of that can sound kind of selfish. Like I'm living my life on my best terms. That doesn't mean that you are shunning other people at, you know, the expense of living your own life. You can hold both of those in your hand, being aware of your external situation, but still being able to navigate in a way that is true to you. So those can be in in equal measure there, living your life on your own terms, knowing who you are in this season. And I think that's 
a, a big enough expectation, but one that is the stuff of life. And so, you know, Claire and I have been, we, we're coming here on this podcast because we would just have these uh, great conversations that we thought we would just record because we started getting into this space maybe like three years ago and just started playing with the concepts of, you know, different topics, what we thought about it from different generations and found that there was just this amazing learning curve where it's just fun. Like we can make this fun. You can look at these things and look at these topics and know that you can participate in your life. We're just giving you some ways to channel that introspection, that growth, that curiosity. And, you know, we're happy that you're along for the ride because we're continuing to learn stuff too. So that was a little sidebar, but it makes me think in the dynamicness of all this that we are learning and growing. So take a moment and give yourself a little bit of credit. Even if it's your first time listening, like you, you tuned in, you know, bonus points if you look YouTube because we look goofy when you see us in, you know, with the hand gestures, but good job for doing that because we can influence how we show up in our lives. So getting clear on your principles is a great foundation and that's living life on your own terms. Now, how do you even know what that is? And just in a nutshell, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. See what just comes to mind really quickly. And this is one way to distill it down quickly, just like you get the snapshot. But I like the low-hanging fruit. I like the quick answers because that means that's the stuff that's top of mind that you're answering from a really organic place, not one of how you should be answering what what might sound better. Like it just kind of clears away the debris. Okay. So here's your first question that is you're getting clear on your principles. Like who inspires you? So get a picture. Who's the first person that pops up in your mind? It doesn't have to be an actual person. It can be a type of person. You got that person? Because I look at that, and for me, that's changed. I used to look at people that might have had a big platform or did a, a lot of kind of external showy things. And now the people that inspire me are the listeners. Who's in your world is a listener? We're there looking at you and listening, make you feel seen and heard. Oh, those people inspire me to be that on the daily. And I hope to do more of that. Here's another question you can ask yourself. What values do they have? So you kind of got an idea of a person. Like, I like the listeners. What qualities do they have? For me, that's a, they allow people to feel seen and heard, which is in short supply these days. Mm. What is your person that you're thinking about? What kind of values do they have? And then let's take it, let's distill it down a little bit more or, or, or it, across the board here. Do you have any quotes or, you know, music lyrics that really resonate with you. Because sometimes music, the way that that hits your soul can put a feeling and it can be so vivid that sometimes I don't have words for, but a song will say it. And I came up with a surprising one when I was digging around for this, Claire, which if we've shared, we've shared a little bit of our musical taste. Yeah. I tend to be a little harder, <laughs> a little <laughs> more aggressive even when I'm teaching <sighs> yoga. Uh, but this one, I, I heard it, I flipped through it again and I heard it and I was like, oh, that speaks to me right now. And I heard uh, Bruno Mars. And I thought this Bruno Mars song of, uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, Count on me. Count on me like one. And it just <sighs> went through all the things like of the, I'm like, yes, that speaks to me right now. So I'm going to challenge you, listener, pick a song or a quote. Is there something that, that can, encapsulates who you are 
what you stand for, how you want to live your life. I don't think it'd be that hard. I wouldn't spend more than three minutes on it, three minutes total. And it doesn't have to be your favorite song, but flip through and see, is there something that represents you right now that you could say like, okay, this is how I want to show up in life right now. This is how I'm getting clear on my principles as they are now in a refined state in this season. Thoughts on that, Claire? That song makes me cheer up. I don't know why. I, know. I don't know if it's in a movie or something. It's just that perfect, like the, huh, like in a happy, like tear. So <laughs> I can hold it together. You like saying one, you know, two notes of it. And I'm like, ah, oh, uh, that's me. That's for another day. But anyway, bold yes. singing that on this, by the way, I'm going <laughs> to think about that later and just let that go. I think mom, one of the most important things about what you're talking about is when you get to know yourself and you are clear on who you are, that leaves less space for you to care or be influenced by the opinions of others. So if we're talking about stop worrying about what others think, if you are so sure and clear on yourself and what's important to you, then you won't be so open to those opinions and judgments of other people. So for you listening, revisit that checklist. Are any of them familiar? Signs that you're worrying too much about what other people think. And then you've got your two tips. Focus on what's in your control. Realize there's not this giant spotlight in you, on you. And that's not a dig. It's actually a comforting thing. And then get clear on your principles. And maybe you're going to go and find that one song lyric, that one song that really holds true for you. Until next time, Rebels.